You're listening to Simplifying Investing with Diana Messina. This podcast is general in nature and hasn't taken your circumstances into account. It's important you consider your personal circumstances and speak to a financial advisor before deciding what's right for you. Any general tax information provided is provided as a guide only. Now, here's Diana. Hello and welcome to Simplifying Investing. My name is Diana Messina and today I'm going to be talking about interest rates. You may have heard that the Reserve Bank of Australia, who was responsible for setting interest rates, left the cash rate unchanged at 4.1% in August when it last met. So what does that mean and how does it impact you? Well, first let's talk about how interest rates are set and used in Australia. The Reserve Bank of Australia, or RBA as I'll refer to them, is Australia's central bank. It's independent of the government and it's responsible for monetary policy decisions that will influence economic outcomes. It has two main policy aims. The first aim is to maintain price stability in the economy. That means reaching that 2 to 3% inflation target over the course of a business cycle. The second policy aim is full employment, which means a low unemployment rate. Monetary policy is the tool that's used by the RBA to control the cost of money through changing interest rates or changing the money supply. In Australia, our main official interest rate is called the cash rate and other interest rates in the economy, things like the mortgage rate or business lending rates are linked to the cash rate. Some interest rates for things like credit cards or vehicle loans are more independent of the cash rate. The mortgage rate is the most sensitive to changes in the cash rate. The cash rate is determined by the RBA at their monthly meetings, although starting from next year there will be fewer meetings and that was a recommendation from the government's review into the RBA. The cash rate set by the RBA then gets filtered down into the rest of the economy through the banking system because the banks have loans with the RBA so any movements up or down to the cash rate also impact the cost of borrowing for the banks, which they then pass on to their customers. So what happens when the cash rate is adjusted? Well, an increase in the cash rate is done to slow economic activity, usually in an effort to reduce inflation. An increase in the cash rate means that it becomes more expensive to borrow. So lending growth tends to slow and those who have debt have an increase in their repayments. So they may look to reduce their spending from other areas and that then reduces growth across the economy. An increase in the cash rate also usually results in an increase in the rates available to savings account, which is good news for savers. A cut to the cash rate is done to help economic activity, often done to generate a lift in inflation. A lower cash rate means that it becomes cheaper to borrow. So lending growth increases. And for those that have debt, that means lower repayments. So it allows them to increase their spending in other areas, especially across discretionary spending. And that helps to lift growth across other parts of the economy. A lower cash rate usually means that the rates on those savings or deposit accounts are cut. So it's not such good news for savers. Now, interest rates go through cycles, just like the economy does. Since May last year, the RBA has increased the cash rate quite quickly from a low of 0.1% in May 2022 to 4.1% right now. Most economists will refer to that as a 400 basis point increase to interest rates, but it's probably just easy to think about it like a 4% increase to interest rates. The increase to interest rates has been done to slow down the pace of inflation, which is still too high here in Australia, and also to slow down the general pace of economic growth that had a big lift after the pandemic. The RBA is indicating that some further increases to the cash rate may be required in coming months, but only if inflation comes in higher than they're currently expecting, or if economic growth surprises us to the ups. 
upside. But the RBA does not seem as concerned about inflation as it was six months ago because the inflation data has actually been looking a lot better and coming in below the RBA's own expectations. All of the interest rate rises that we've had since last year are leading to a slowing in growth. And you can see that across multiple areas, things like lower retail spending, a big fall in housing construction and building, a decline in home lending, a worsening outlook for business investment, very poor consumer confidence and slowing business confidence. Interest rate changes always have a lagged impact on the economy. It takes time for banks to pass on changes to rates to their own customers, and it takes time for households and businesses to change their own spending pattern. And these lags can be up to 12 or even 18 months. So the RBA does need to tread carefully with how much further it raises interest rates, because if it raises rates too far, then you get into the risk that you may be slowing down growth too much or potentially even causing a significant downturn, which is ultimately a recession. So it does look like we are close, if not at the peak in interest rates. We think that we won't see any more rate rises from here, and most economists are either expecting one more 0.25% rate hike, which would take the cash rate from 4.1% to 4.35%, or no more rate rises at all. Now, that's different to a lot of other major developed countries around the world, places like the US and the UK and New Zealand, which have seen further increases to interest rates. There are differences in each economy. And we don't think that Australia needs to see the same level of interest rates like some of our peers have. So if we are at the peak in interest rates, then if you are a debt holder and you have a mortgage like myself, then you'll be feeling pretty happy about this because the average household in Australia has seen a big lift in mortgage repayments. An average household in Australia has about $600,000 worth of debt. So those increases to the cash rate have resulted in nearly $16,000 extra a year in repayments. Now, a lot of households have asked for discounts, so it may not be that much, but nevertheless, it's still a very large change to your budget. I would say that if you do have a variable interest rate, then it makes a lot of sense to ask your bank for a discount on that headline rate. A lot of the banks now are not giving as many discounts as they were six or even 12 months ago, but it's still worthwhile to ask and to shop around. And some customers may even consider whether it makes sense to fix interest rates if it suits their circumstances. If you're a renter, then the news that we could be close to the peak in interest rates could also be good for you because higher interest rates over the past year has meant that landlords have had an increase in their costs, which they have then passed on to tenants. Although Australia does have a supply issue in the rental market at the moment due to the fact that we don't have enough homes to keep up with the level of overseas migration, which is also keeping rents quite elevated. And if you don't have a mortgage, then you may not be directly impacted by higher interest rates. However, if you have any additional savings, then if we don't see any more rate rises from here, then the rates on those savings accounts are unlikely to go much higher, which is not such good news. But more broadly, the less that the cash rate goes up from here, then the less likely it means that Australia will go into a serious downturn or recession. And that's ultimately good news because a downturn means worse economic outcomes for everyone, rising unemployment and poor business conditions. While we think we are close to the peak in interest rates, the cash rate's also unlikely to go back to its pre-COVID lows right now. Inflation's still too high and it will still take some time for it to get back into that 2 to 3% target band. So interest rates will remain elevated. However, going into next year, we think slowing inflation and lower economic growth 
means that there is a real risk that we will see a few rate cuts from the RBA. I think it's really worthwhile to have a read of the RBA's monthly statements after they meet. That's currently on the first Tuesday of every month besides January to see how they're thinking about things and what they themselves are expecting to do. That will mean that you will make better investment decisions as you'll be more prepared for what's expected to happen. So I hope that this episode of Simplifying Investing has helped you to understand how monetary policy works in Australia, how interest rates impact the economy and also what's likely to happen from here. Until next time. To keep up to date with Yana's podcasts and reports, follow her on LinkedIn and your favourite streaming platforms.